welcome to the podcast, Darren. Oh my goodness, who, what is that? Who it's is that? It's me, Jake, your podcast host. That's Jake? Yes, like I always have been. What do you mean? Why are you acting you've weird? You've always been, you've always been this way, but have you been dead this whole time, Jake? I'm not dead, I'm clearly talking. Well, yeah, you're you're talking, but your mouth isn't moving, but... Yeah, I can definitely hear what you're saying. Yeah, my mouth is moving. What do you mean? Oh, there you go. Now it's moving. Jake? Must have been uh, a lag on the computers. J- Jake, you're just skin. And you're not even skin. You're just bones. What happened to you? Did you get into crocodile? Did you start doing that Russian heroin? Uh, no, no, this is how I've always been. Uh, okay, all right, well, uh... It's just me, I I just normal Jake. Notice. Huh? It's me, normal Jake. Normal J- Why is your voice so much different from usual? Uh, check your headphones. Uh, okay, I'll check my headphones. Um, okay, well, let's see. We got a headphone here and some stuff. Uh, yeah, these are headphones. They're definitely headphones. Mm, they must be busted. Oh, hell no, I didn't bust any of them, so these are definitely still just fine headphones. Uh, Jake, Darren, I feel it was like... a prank. What? What the hell? It was a Halloween... Ha- October Fools! Jake, you were just a skeleton a yes, second ago. I know. What the hell happened, man? Well, I met this you witch. Had, you... I met this witch downtown, and she said... Oh, I thought you said you met this bitch downtown. <laughs> I met this witch, and she said you could have one wish, and I said that I wish I could change between a skeleton and a human at will. Oh, so you've always been able to... No, that's why you say you've always happened. been able to do it. It just huh? recently happened. Well, then why'd you say you could always do it? Why'd you say you've always been that way? Uh, it was a, it was a Halloween prank, Darren. Why are your eyes darting left and right when you say that? Uh, I, I don't... It's part... It's... Why are you sw- you're sweating bullets right now yeah, when I'm questioning you? Yeah, every wish comes with you. like a downside, you know, and this is mine. This is my cross to bear. That you have to still be a human? That you have to remain a human even though you can turn into a skeleton at will? When I'm in my human form, I my eyes are darty and I get sweaty. Oh, that she she just cursed you with that? So it always looks like you're lying and hiding something and, all the time. Or I look like a skeleton. One of the okay. two. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, well, that was a really specific uh, curse to give uh, uh, just a human being. It's just like you either you're either a skeleton or you're lying all the time. That's like a that's like a would you rather situation, you know? Yeah. Except I can. I mean, I can go. I can pick at will. It's my choice. Yeah, so like I in that case, I mean, I would I would definitely choose to just be a skeleton on like all of all of October month. But you were freaked out, even... Darren, and I didn't want the prank to go too far. Plus, my voice does get a little different when I'm a skeleton. Yeah, it was scary, but you can be scary in October. It's the time to be scary, and yeah, your voice gets different. You don't like the sound of your voice when you're a skeleton. Uh, well, it was just too spooky for you, and I could. See so she you. cursed you, dude. Just like she cursed you. When you're a skeleton with a do- with a dopey ass, stupid ass, high ass pitched That's voice that sounds dumb sound, as fuck. Darren. No, your voice just sounds dumb as fuck. Hey, when well, you're, it just sounds dumb as fuck. So like, she cursed you with a dumb as fuck, dopey, stupid head voice, and then when you're Jake, you're always lying. 
At least I'm not wearing a fedora. <laughs> oh, wow. You don't like my fedoras? I'm going to switch off to a better fedora right now. Okay. Let's see the switch. See a fedora switch. Darren, why do you have you multiple like fedoras? I keep them on deck, baby. I keep them just for job interviews. Only for job interviews. So when I walk in, they're like, this guy's wearing a fedora. That's <laughs> the first time that they have. If, and if they're like, uh, that fedora is not quite what we're looking for. You're like, give me one second. I'll be right back. Yeah, I keep, and I keep, a, I keep a wardrobe of fedoras in my car at the same time. And I, I, I always carry a suitcase full of fedoras and peanuts at all times. The peanuts are just in case I got a snack. But you're allergic to peanuts, Darren. Well, you just I mean, love that, the thing so damn much. Yeah, it's it's not it's not an official allergy. It's more just because I I just love the damn thing so much. I just you just can't keep them away from me. They'll they'll be the death of me. You know. Can I give you one more piece of advice, and then we should start the show? But maybe if you kept the peanuts, like if you shit like. Bought the pre-shelled ones instead of just having. If them. I shit the pre-shelled, is that what you just said? If nope. I shit the pre-shelled she- peanuts, Darren's doing a really bad job of listening today, which is good to set the tone. No, you know, because you always have to bust them out and then crack them out of the shell and then throw the shell on the floor, and that's not great yeah. for your job interviews. I think that's why you have to go to so many. Yeah, I, I have not had it. I don't have a job. I'm still unemployed. I don't have a job yet. But yeah, I mean it's 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 good just to feel the the power of a fedora, you know? Because like Jake, here's the thing. Swag is for boys and class is for men. But you wouldn't know about that with your you and your fucking haters. Um I'm sorry. Oh wow, Jake just turned into a skeleton and hogtied himself and then turned back into a human. Very flexible as a skeleton. That's one of the things they don't tell you. But you're not flexible as a human. It's those no. dang muscles. They just keep you bound. Both my views and my body very rigid. And yeah, you, so you, don't have, you don't have the gift of sight when you're a skeleton. You don't have sense. Do you still have a brain when you're a skeleton? Uh, I can think. Just, it's weird because when I'm, when I'm a skeleton, I'm much more open-minded and liberal. But oh, in my okay. human form, I just... Anyone who doesn't look and seem exactly like me, I is just... I think is human garbage. Okay, so anyone who is not sweating and their eyes are always darting is yeah. just human garbage. Okay, so you love you love all those guys up in the White House, am I uh, right? Uh, 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 uh. Should we uh, introduce ourselves? Ah. Uh. Well, you already know that Jake is, uh, you already know Jake is talking, and he's probably said my name already. I'm Darren. Um, so this is, uh, this is, welcome to Snickles. I'm Darren, and that's Jake. Thanks for listening. If you're seven minutes into a podcast and you don't know what it is, like, are you going to keep listening? Or how would you not know what it is at this point? No, that's why we keep it, that's why we, we go that long without saying anything, is just so that people are like, oh man, what is, what is this podcast going to, what are they going to say? Am like, I listening this, to Serial? Is this Comedy Bang Bang? Is this Serial This might right be Comedy now? Bang Bang. <laughs> Am I listening to Mark Maron? Is this Mark, is, 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 when's Mark Maron going to get in, huh? 
It's a trick. We tricked them. We tricked them all. Now you're listening. You're stuck with us. It's Snickles. You already spent eight minutes with us. You might as well spend the next six hours listening to this episode. Oh, yeah. There's no point to just say goodbye when I, I was going to start saying something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Um, cool. Well, th- well, this is this is Snickles movie cast, our Halloween spooktacular. Uh, we're happy to be here with all these uh, ghosts and ghouls. Jake, your apartment looks very spooky. What do you mean? It just looks so spooky. It's just so gray and. Oh, you mean like this pumpkin that I have? Yeah, yeah, that that pumpkin. It's. It's just very spooky. Yeah, but that's the only spooky thing here. Yeah, so far, yeah. Foreshadowing what's going to happen, everybody. Um, uh, So anyway, what did you do this week, Jake? Um, Well, I went to a Halloween party, and it was fine. My, like, audio is getting increasingly quieter on my recording. Is that a bad sign? I don't know. Am I just getting further away from the microphone? Maybe. Ah! Even if I yell like that, it's not, like, peaking. What is this hap- Why is this happening? You can't kill a skeleton or a skeleton baby, so... Yeah, you can't, you a can't spe- kill a skeleton. That's, like, the golden rule of filmmaking. Which we'll get to later. We'll get to we'll get to in the podcast. We'll get to the golden rules of filmmaking. The golden rule of, of movies it's is that been you can't kill a baby. Like fifteen episodes or something, and we're gonna get to the golden rule. We're now getting into the golden it's rule. It's ju- we we've been prepping you all this time. We've been giving you like silver and bronze rules. And now I think you're finally ready. If you haven't okay, honor system, if you haven't listened to every episode, you need to go back and listen to them now. Because on this spooktacular, we're going in the gold. We're going for gold, baby. Darren, what did you do this week? Uh, I PA'd again. Um, uh, I got two stories <laughs> to tell. Uh, I go to... So Sunday, I'm PAing. It's the last day of this like feature film. It's like for Lifetime or something. And I'm PAing... Just generally just chilling out, you know, just chilling for the most part. And then uh, at the end of the day, the PC comes up to me and she's like, hey, you need to take everyone's Starbucks orders. And I was like, "Uh, we're on like the last three shots. Are you sure you want me to take everyone's (laughs) Starbucks order? She's like, yeah, it's just something nice that our company does for everybody uh, (laughs) for, for the last day of shooting. So I was like. Okay, uh, I'll run around and take take everybody's Starbucks order. So then I go around and just take everybody's Starbucks order. And then the uh, second assistant director is like, hey, just so you know, we're on our Abbey. And uh, if you don't know, the Abbey on a film on a set is the second to last shot before the, the you wrap. The last shot is the martini. The second to last shot is the Abbey. Don't know why it's why it's the Abbey. I, I'm guessing it's called a mar- the last shot is called a martini because everybody. That's when you pour in the get, drinks, baby. That's when you're pouring the drinks, baby. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, we're wrapping. We're like about to wrap, 
And the the PC is adamant that I get everybody's Starbucks order. So I'm just like running back and forth like, okay, this person wants this. And she's like, did you get this person's order yet? And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. I have to like run back. And then I finally get all the orders there. And the guy who's getting them is already has already left. And uh, <laughs> and they're like, all right, we're on our martini shot. And he's like still at Starbucks. And ooh, Jake, ooh, and he's at Starbucks, and I'm like, hey, PC, just so you know, we're like about to wrap. Everybody's about <laughs> to go home, and she's like, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, the producer's idea. He loves doing this, but he always does it way too late, and then he always comes back, and he's, and whenever he comes back, he's always saying stuff like, God, I shouldn't have done that. That was so stupid. <laughs> Nobody even wants these these coffees. So then, yeah, he comes back and he's like, we have, there's like a table, just a tape, like a, one of those like camping tables, those foldable tables. And the whole service is just covered in Starbucks coffees for everybody. <laughs> and half of the people have already gone home because it's already wrapped <laughs> and nobody gives a shit about their coffee. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, the guy comes back and he's like, so anybody want these coffees? Like <sighs> nobody like. Nobody drank them, and now we have just these coffees. Just it's just <laughs> sitting here, and it was luckily it was on a college campus, so uh, we like offered the coffees to some college kids, and we had to like inch, we had to like assure them that they weren't tainted with any drugs or anything. But at one point, the producer was like, was like, if you want some creamer, I got some in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's being serious or not, but it was really funny and creepy. And then... Um, Why wouldn't he do that like any other day of the shoot at any other time? It was... I the, <laughs> I think the... Well, the idea is to be like celebration, like we're wrapping a movie. But celebrate. why would he wait so long to... No idea, dude. No idea. <laughs> like how long was this day? How long did you record that day? I mean, it was a 12-hour day. I was working for 12 hours. And so he waited Actually, the whole 12 hours. hours. Also, who huh? wants coffee at the end of a 12-hour day? Like, don't you just want to go home and sleep? That's what I was trying to, like, tell them. I was like, first off, we're about to wrap. Second off, like, I don't think anybody's looking for coffee <laughs> on the, like, for the drive home. I don't think they needed, like, that much energy. <laughs> I think they just need, like, a little pick-me-up to get home and then go to sleep. Because it was like, yeah, we wrapped at, like, a, like 11 at night or something. <laughs> like I didn't get home until midnight, I think. And uh anyway, so that happened and then this the other one I I uh PA'd for was in Anaheim. They were both in Anaheim actually. But I PA'd for this one on Tuesday and we had Dickie's barbecue to cater us. Ooh. And uh it was like we had a lot of food, but at the end of the day, not that many people had eaten the food. So then they were just trying to ask who wanted the food. And I was like, fuck, I'm not going to eat all that food. And they were like, but you're the PA, you know, like. <laughs> that's, if anyone yeah, here needs is, free food. That is, a, that is a perk of being a PA is that everybody pawns all the set food off on you because nobody else wants to take it home. So I literally have like tubs of of Dickie's barbecue food in my fridge right now. Like, there's a tub of mac and cheese. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. 
and ribs. You got some beans? There's green beans. There's no, like, baked beans. There's uh, mac and cheese, green beans, like, ribs, chicken, and a a tub of bar, a cup of barbecue sauce, like a cup of barbecue sauce, and then potato salad. And, dude, it's been great. That's been great. All that free food, baby. Can I give you a little advice, Darren? What? Take that potato salad, microwave it for 60 minutes, then mix it with the barbecue sauce. That's a good meal. So you want me to microwave the potato salad for 60 minutes yes. for an hour yes. and then mix it with barbecue sauce? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Does that change the matter of the, uh, of the potato salad? It's going to give it superpowers. <laughs> so it just becomes sentient. So the potato salad essentially becomes a sentient being. I call it venom salad. Oh, okay. So am I going to get the powers of venom then if I get that? You're going to get the powers of the potato salad, Darren, if you're unlucky. Oh, so not venom, just the potato salad. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Darren. And then other, other than that, other than the PA jobs, I got Red Dead too. Let me be honest with you. It's 50-50 you're going to die. But if you do die, what, what the fuck is that face you're making? You look like a fucking idiot. It's just how I drink water, dude. You have a stupid fucking face. Darren, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to talk. Yeah, you, okay. Yes, sir. Uh, it's going to be the best tasting salad you ever have. I also got Red Dead Redemption. What do you think so far? It's good. It's... A difference, uh, obviously, it's 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 a different character and everything from like the the first one. Um, it's it's fun. Don't get me wrong; it's very polished, but it feels exactly like almost exactly like the first game. I just came up with something that like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk to Rockstar to pitch to them this idea. I just came up with it. I think I might be the first person to ever come up with it. It's called fast travel. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's where you don't have to ride your horse every goddamn where. <laughs> you could do you could you could fast travel in the first game. Yeah. You just do a, you set up a campfire. Okay, so like I do like in the game how when you're riding your horse, I th- I think there's just like random encounters all the time. But, like, half the time, some dude just comes up to you and, like, starts shooting at you, so you shoot back at him, and then someone's like, you murdered him! And then they start running off. I know, And you're yeah. like, well, now I gotta kill this guy, and then you, it, like, you have to kill, like, a bunch of people, and you're like, I was just trying to get home to turn in this deer pelt. Yeah. And now... <laughs> dude, okay, so I was playing last night, and I killed a legendary bear. I killed that legendary bear. And I took his pelt, put him on the back of my horse, oh, and I no. was like, and then like, I went over to this lake, and then my friend gets on, and I told my friend I would play a way out with him. But the thing about this friend is that he's basically narcoleptic. He sleeps so easily, it's insane. He just <laughs> will s- fall asleep. With, like, playing online oh, with no. him is a nightmare. <laughs> Because, like, he, he'll just play. Like, we'll play a fucking intense game, like Siege, where, like, it's super intense. You're, like, you need to play. And all of a sudden, he'll just, his character will just be, like, looking in one direction and not moving. And there's bullets, like, flying everywhere. And we're like, yo, 
wake up what are you doing and he's like oh shit oh fuck oh fuck oh shit and then he'll die and then like (laughs) and uh so i was really cautious about playing this game with him but i was like i was i just killed this bear and i was like okay i need to take him to the trapper you know, because after you kill a legendary animal, you gotta take their skin to the trapper. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "All right, let's play right now." I was like, "All right, I killed the bear. I'll just—it's saved, so I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna play this game with you, and then we'll play." So we play for a while. He stays awake surprisingly long, and then he falls asleep mid game. Mid game, which is really funny. And then uh, today I get back on, and I'm like, "Oh, I need to take my bear pelt to the trapper." Well, guess what? The trapper disappeared. I can't... So I, I die, inevitably. No trapper. So that's something to fix, Rockstar. If you have a trapper, keep that motherfucker in the game. Dude, they need a trapper keeper. They do need a trapper keeper installed in the Can game. Can I tell you, like, another one of my frustrations with it? Is, like, you're doing a mission, and you know that... Did you, have you done the one where you have to, like, chase the guy down the river after he, like, throws himself in? Uh, no, I don't think I've done that one. Well, you have to chase him, and you have to lasso him. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're riding your horse, but if you, like, get to a certain point and, like, something happens, it just triggers, like, you just jump ahead to the end where he's just, like, stopped, and you can just lasso him super easily. <laughs> and it's, like, seri- like, I was, yeah, like, I didn't get it perfectly this time, but I wanted to try again to, like, I was trying to, like, I'm, I'm playing a video game, I'm trying to, like, complete the video game and like play not just have it like handed to me (laughs) they they're they're on key with what millennials want millennials are just so entitled and they just have everything handed to them i'm just waiting for those loot boxes dude like (laughs) to pay for the loot boxes yeah like i i paid for the game and now i get all the content like what is that i don't get it yeah what's their angle yeah i'm yeah i'm i'm waiting for the pay to play for them to just have me make me pay for the game and then hold the ending of the game hostage until through a paywall. Thank you, Darren. Thank it. you. Yeah, I know where your head's at. Uh, on some real shit though. Fuck EA. Fuck EA Games. I don't know if you endorse it or not, but Darren Hone endorses the saying "fuck EA Games." Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they, they pretty much ruin games. Anyway, let's talk about your week more, Jake. Okay. Um, that's really all I did. I mean, we talked on Wednesday. And it's yeah, a we did. day now. Or Tuesday or something. It is a different day, Jake. It is a different day. So what were you going to say? Much. What were you just going to say before I said uh, fuck EA games? Like after I said a fuck EA games? I was going to say we talk about movies. Oh, okay. Uh yeah we're I'm yeah I'm done talking about movies but hang on this this radio that I keep on like in the background I don't know if you get, I don't know if you can hear it oh yeah this radio yeah this radio static I keep on in the background is like going wild right now so do you mind if I just turn it I don't know I just want to know what it says no like, yeah do, do you mind it if do I just it. turn it up really quick okay uh, hang on. <laughs> Uh, 
Attention, uh, everybody in America. Um, uh, we have two escaped patients from the uh, from mental asylums. Uh, one on the West Coast in uh, Los Angeles, California, and one in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, please advise: stay in your home. They are crazy, and they they will kill you. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's it. That, that's all they wrote here. So uh, I guess I'll just uh, see you later, guys. Damn. All right. Bye bye. That's crazy. That's those are the two places we live. And there's going to be so many kids out because it's Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about it because, I don't know, it's... I'm sure, like, people people often just, they, they, they glorify mental patients, make them seem too Darren, crazy. they said that they're crazy. I think that's just a misnomer. You know, it's just, it's, it's... They're just having a goof, you know. They're just they're just getting us to stay cautious. Do you think it was one of those normal mental hospitals or one of the ones no, where like? No, no, I think it was a prop one. You know, especially on my end, it's probably well, Hollywood. It's probably one of the. That's Hollywood not what mental. I was gonna say, actually, Darren. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, do you think it was like a normal mental hospital or like a a institution for like the criminally insane? You know. I dude, I don't know these things. I'm not a I'm not a doctor. Like, well, you just seem <laughs> you know, super like, calm, and I'm like a little freaked out because they said that like it's dangerous. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Jay. I mean, Darren, I, I live in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, I live in I live in Los Angeles. Where do I live again? Los Angeles, California. You know, the city of angels, dude. City of city of crushed dreams. Uh, in the city yeah. of fallen angels, where the ocean meets the sand. Hmm. I want to live in Los Angeles, uh, Jake. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't worry that much because you know we're we're just guys. Well, what are the odds? What are the odds that that anybody's gonna escape and take us out? You know. Uh, I mean, like, but it's the two places that we live. So. What do you want me to? Do? What do you want me to check your check your apartment for you? Make sure there's no monsters. Well, I, I'm just saying that I want to be cautious. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that you're like, you're being like very flip about all this, and it's a serious. It could be a serious problem. Like, yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think it's a big idea. I don't think it's a big deal. What what could what could they do? They're just humans, okay? They're just humans. Well, Darren, you know? humans kill other humans all the time. You've been you've been playing Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, they're, but they're not like a legendary bear, you know. And I've, I've killed one of those, so. Yeah, but you're not <laughs> like a legendary bear. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh. I, I don't know. Jake, I wouldn't worry too much. Darren, uh, your I, your apartment looks pretty spooky, though. <laughs> Why do you keep I'll saying ch- that? I just want to. I just want to make sure there's nobody in there to like for like looking for ghouls and goblins. Do you want me to show you around? It's the same apartment as that's always. What, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. It's the same apartment that's what I've been as asking always. Asking you. See, look. There's my kitchen. Okay. Ooh, my nice. Desk. Ooh, nice, Ooh, little, nice light little light there. there. Yeah. There's my. It just uh, feels closet. spooky. Just the feng shui of it feels spooky. Well, and then over here's my bed. What? Who's? Is that, hang on, is that a guy? Oh, is that David Lynch? What, what, where? In that, in that judge, in that, in that closet, bring him out. Oh. Who is that? Okay, yeah, let me go grab him real quick. Crump, crump, right. crump, crump. Oh man, David Lynch's arms. Uh, I was opening the, da- Darren, Darren, I was opening the closet and that's what made that sound. 
Uh, I'm going to bring David over now. and he's. Yeah, I, I can't see what Jake's doing right now. He's going to get he's... on the microphone. And then okay. uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sit and let him talk, okay? All right. <clears throat> oh, he's walking over. Okay. Uh, hello, there he hello. is. Sir? Hey, David Lynch. David, hey, how you doing, David Lynch? Good uh, to see I'm, you. I'm good, man. It's been I'm a couple good. been a couple weeks since we've had you on the cast, man. Uh, yeah, well, you're a spooky guy. Hey, hey, don't don't leave. Yeah, don't leave. Yeah, I know you, not, you look very. I'm not gonna leave. I'm well, you seem very dismissive. You seem very dismissive. Uh, well, I just want. You want to talk to us? Why were you hiding in the closet then? You know, this David? This is where I live, dude. I got my spiders over there. It's just right. my life. Well, not you... like that. Are you? I, I mean, I, I, it's it's very unlikely, sir, but I, I, I don't think I am. I mean, Jake's spoken. He's He hasn't said, he hasn't had much to say about you. So I just want to know more about David Lynch, you know? Yeah, well... You're kind, kind of just stowing away, away in, in you're, you're kind of just stowing away in Jake's apartment. How'd you guys you meet guys and everything, you know? Uh, well, I met his parents when they were in college. They just, uh, Wait. came up and introduced themselves to me. And then they told me that they were moving into a house. And they asked, like, if I wanted to move with them. So I just lived in Jake's basement my, basically my whole adult life. And Jake never knew about it until we started recording the podcast. Yeah, a little, a little bit fishy there, David Lynch. Uh, well, I mean, fishy things happen, you know? Where do you think the word fishy comes from? I guess, yeah, if anyone's going to be the master of fish, it's you, you know, uh, of fishy stuff. You know, David Lynch, what's, what are your tips on being spooky for just, just, you know, well, we can, we can close this conversation out, but what's, what's, uh, what's, what are your tips on being the spookiest? Cause you uh, are a very spooky guy. Yeah. Well, a, a couple things. If you're making a movie or a TV show or whatever, you need a lot of just, like, spooky ambient noises. Okay. Like, a lot of people think that music is spooky, but music is bullshit. You need to just, like... Wow, that's yeah, that was very spooky. I I I just shit my pants. I, to be honest, I just just hearing that sound. That's your that's too much information. So each each score each score that you record is that's that's your voice. It's not instruments. It's just your voice. Correct. Okay, that's really cool, David Lynch. All right, well, uh, thanks for thanks for coming on the show and giving us some. Giving us some pointers. Um, you can either stay or you can go back into your closet. It's up to you. I don't. I don't care. No, I think I'm gonna go back to the closet now. But uh, thanks for talking to me. And uh, Jake, thanks for letting me out of your closet. Yeah, sure thing, David. Uh, but let's maybe not let you out anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if that's a, that's a good idea. He was, he was. Oh, he's still here. Uh, still here. Okay, bye, David. Oh, he just sunk away. He like went. He morphed through the wall to get back into that closet. That's insane. Yeah, he's he's like a shapeshifter. Uh, Jake, I don't like that fucking guy. I'm gonna be honest, dude. He's a uh, kind of crazy. He's kind of a fucking nutcase. Oh, Dar- Darren died. Boo, I didn't die. Ah! I, got you. I scared you. Spooky oh my God. episode. Darren, come on, man. I know Spooping I hit you. Spooping out. I know I hit you with that prank earlier, but like that's seriously uncalled for. So spoopy. Okay. Um. Uh, that was weird. That whole David Lynch thing, but I'm cool with it. He lives here. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like the guy. I think. I honestly think you might be better off without him, without his influence in your life. Um, well, I like his movies, but he's just a dick. His, how is he a dick? Like he was—I thought he was pretty nice to you. Okay, he called me fedora guy. I mean, yeah, he answered my questions and everything. He's cordial. Darren, he called me fedora guy. What, what are you wearing on your head? About? A fedora. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm wearing a fedora. So what do you want him to call you? Darren. He doesn't like my know name. your name. I guess I never introduced myself to him. Yeah, so, so now who's the fucking rude boy? Okay, well, he he knows I already know his name, so he could have reached out and been like, hi, what's your name? He's a famous. You're some garbage person with a fedora. Darren, no offense, but compared to David Lynch? You're just a fucking hater. If someone came up to me and said, Jake, you could keep doing this podcast with Darren, or you could do it with David Lynch. Sorry, Darren, but I would never talk to you again. Oh, you just because you can do it with David Lynch now. I'm literally just. You're just a fucking you. hate. You're nothing but a fucking uh, a boy and a fucking hater. All I want from you is swag is for boys, class is for men. I'll fucking slit your fucking throat neck. <laughs> you fucking hater. Darren, all I want from you is free Starbucks and a foot in the door in L.A. I can do that for you, baby. You're exactly. going to be a PA, but I'm, I can do that for you. And once I get my foot in the door, I'm throwing you out the house and I'm locking the door. You wouldn't. You won't. You won't. Darren, let's talk about movies. All right, let's talk about them. Uh, has, is there anything that you want to talk about? I'll let you go first this time. You didn't, like, it doesn't seem like you're really into talking about movies this week. But. Jake, I want to talk about the movie that we've that we have been trying to talk about that I've wanted to talk to you about, but you tell me not to talk about it. So I told you not to talk about it so we can have our spoopy episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, now the, the cat's out of the bag. It's spoopy now. And this episode's coming out before that episode. So to the audience, it'll be, it's like, you know, all right. You gotta care about the audience. That's the difference between you and David. Yeah, I get, I get it. I get it. But this is why David gets it and you don't. Let's Fedora just talk. Boy. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this movie we saw. Okay, go. Okay? Happy this, feet. This movie is legendary. This movie 
transcended the boundaries between a kid's movie and a grounded adult comedy. Schindler's List. Okay, well, I thought we were talking about Happy Feet, but... No, um, I was just... I was playing the audience pretending like I didn't know what you were going to say at the end. Oh, well, you were right with Happy Feet. I, I know, I know, that. but I was just... Yeah, Darren, Happy Feet is literally a movie about penguins. When I make a list of the movies that are about penguins, that shit's right near the top. Right next to March of the Penguins. I got March of the Penguins, Happy Feet, Madagascar, Nas, and Happy Feet 2. What about Happy Feet 2? Yeah. I thought we were just talking about original IPs. Sorry. Well, that... They have all the rights, Jake. I don't know. George Miller outdid himself with Happy Feet, and uh, I give it a 15 out of 10. I'm going to give it... A Smurf out of ten. Nice, nice. Darren, Very just fucking talk you. about the movie you want to fucking talk about. You've been all right. You know what? Halloween. We're talking about years. Halloween. None of that. None of the shit we just said was accurate at all. We're talking about Halloween now. Okay. I saw it, and I had to restrain myself. And now Jake. Now Jake has seen it too. So what do you think, Jake? You go first. Oh, I'm just about to tell you what I thought about it, but because we're talking about the whole experience, right? That's part of the show, right? Yeah. I'm sitting down in the theater. We got there a little bit late because our class went late. And I'm sitting down in the theater. And what do I see a trailer for? Fucking Happy Death Day. Happy, ha- Death, happy Day Death Day to you. Yeah. Jake, uh, we had differing opinions on Happy Death Day. No, we didn't. Did we? We did. You hated that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't hate it? No, I liked it. I thought you hated it. No, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. And I think the sequel is going to be absolute garbage. <laughs> it doesn't uh, make any sense why they would reset I, it back to... Yeah, I thought it was going to be a different character going through the events of her. That's what they made it seem like in the first like five seconds of the trailer. Yeah, and then they're then like, it's no, just well, that's not it. It's just her going through all that again. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, they'll figure out a way to make it cool, but it looks like Garbo. Well, okay, it seems like that is a very self-aware horror franchise, and I'm hoping that they can stick to that for the next movie because that would be a real bummer if it was just like a garbage cash grab from Blumhouse, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's all I'm I have to say. I'm excited about it. That's all I have to say. It might be And then good. La La... Wait, The Curse of La Lomita, I think? Oh, that yeah. That looks really creepy. That looks really scary. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like a supernatural movie but yeah. it deals with kids again maybe it's i don't know that's apparently like a, a in like uh in like mexican culture that's like i guess a very that's like a fabled actual like boogeyman tale almost the thing is like there's that scene where they're sitting in the car and like somehow the whatever is unrolling the windows yeah. But that means that the spirit is already inside the car, right? So, like, why would they even... Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I assumed it was... I assumed it would explain it in the in the movie itself. I think that that's my biggest problem with, like, supernatural movies, is that, like, the creatures are so powerful that they have to, like, find 
dumb shit ways to handicap them. And yeah, like, they can make up whatever. It's sense. like sci-fi. You can make up whatever you want in sci-fi, and you can make up whatever you want in... But if it's gonna be, like, that powerful in-universe, then have it just fucking wreck these kids. Yeah, I know. Like, I want to see that. I want to see Lalomita fucking kill a kid. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I want that... I want that ghost to kill a kid. Okay? In the movie. Not in real life, because that would be awful. Um, okay, let's talk about the actual meat and meat and two veg that we're trying to get into here. Halloween. Let's talk about it, baby. All right, dude. Let's get down. Let's get down to the chicken and potato salad that's been microwaved for an hour. What'd you think? I you think? thought it was decent. Okay. I'm. We talked about it on the show before. I'm a fan of the franchise. Um. In spite of the quality, I would say, because a lot of them are garbo. But well, yeah, that's that's the essence of slasher movies is that they're all shit. I think the first one, very good. Like we can agree to that, right? Like basically, yes. But I think what makes the first one so good is that it 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 capitalizes on like I mean it was really like the first masked slasher movie. Yeah. That's what I'm and that's say. what makes it so awesome is because it was like so it's very uh, I mean, it wasn't really ahead of its time because that's when after that movie that inspired a bunch of other slashers. But like, I mean, that's what ahead of its time means. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But they all came out like very quickly after. Yes, it was ahead of its time. Anyway, I think what makes that movie so good is that you can take all those stereotype like John Carpenter made all those stereotypes those characters like stereotypes and made them actually interesting people, even though they were still very, very stereotypical. And it was a spooky movie. It's a very spooky movie. Yeah. I think like watching the, if you, I would love to watch the first one, like in theaters with no preconceived notions about it, you know? Yeah. Cause here's a guy who he's strong, but clearly he has some sort of limitations, but you don't know what they are. And like, He's just fucking creepy, and he's just there, and, like, whatever. And I feel like every Halloween after that has been, like, sort of derivative of it in some way. Like well, this, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, it's, a franch, it's a movie franchise. Yeah, but, like, the second one, not quite as much, but ever since then. Well, the third one is, like, a, its own thing. And that's yeah. the most Garbo. But, uh... No, Halloween Resurrection is the most Garbo. That's the worst Halloween well, movie. Well, I'm working my way through the series, so I'll, when I get to the end, <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you a comprehensive breakdown. Okay. But uh, I felt like this movie... It's weird because it had Jamie Lee Curtis, but it only felt a little like... It didn't feel quite as derivative as the other ones, you know? Yeah, I don't. I I definitely don't think so. I mean, it because it, yeah, it just retconned all of that mythology that it gave you with all of that franchise and just stuck it to one. Maybe the same, like well, yeah, and it stuck it to one movie. Really, I think this is like the third timeline that exists in the movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I don't, that's not including the Rob Zombie ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just straight up remakes. Yeah. And I I do actually like those kind of for what they are. I watched them a long time ago, so I don't really remember, but like 
I actually have not seen the Rob Zombie one. They're a different take on it. Okay, but anyway, this one, like... Man. I... No, you talk about it. You talk about it first. You talk about it first. Okay, well, it wasn't... I don't think it was, like, a perfect movie. It came with some compromise, but... It it what I thought it was a really good slasher. It's the best slasher I've seen in probably like it's one of the definitely one of the best slashers of the decade. Uh, and I think it gets that I think it gets that renown for me because it just it 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 goes against the grain of what other slashers do, which is not putting like most other slashers don't put any care into their characters and they just try and make the antagonist seem really scary. But when you just have an already scary antagonist, and this might be the fault of the new Halloween movies because we already know about Michael Myers. He's already a scary person. Mm -hmm. And we already know he's like, he's, he has, he's a human being, but we still never see his, we don't really ever get to see his face. It's weird how they like, teased it though they showed like no, a they little bit of the, the crap out of it and it's yeah, like, yeah look if you're gonna show it to us just show it to us but i don't want you to so just stop like but i think i think a lot of those were just shots yeah and i think even in this movie it almost gave michael a little bit of character as well because he just you could tell that he just did, his character was that there is no character he's just like a he's that's why they call him the shape you're evil yeah, he's just uh, the embodiment of pure evil. That's why they call him the shape, because I think they're, they're, it's he's it's just evil encased in a shape. And I think they got that across in this movie. But they gave the other core characters. They didn't give all of the characters a lot of uh, arc, but they gave the core characters, especially Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis. They gave her a really good arc to where the third act, I thought, was like so meaty. And it was really good. She's just, I don't know. I loved it. And I thought, yeah, I mean, it's its not a perfect slasher movie, but I loved Laurie Strode's arc of, like, everybody thinks she's an insane person. And, like, she's just overly paranoid. And no, her own family has alienated her and makes her just doesn't want anything to do with her because... She's completely traumatized by this person, this mad person just chasing her around. So, yeah, I I, I thought it was a really it's the second best Halloween movie that's been out, I think. Okay. see, that's good, because now I can say what I didn't like about it. Okay, yeah. Uh, I felt like that intro was a little bit like. Like with the podcasters, it was it felt like. Oh, I thought you meant the pumpkin intro, like the title cards. No, no, no. I mean, that was a little egregious also. A little... Well, I heard they did that because they... I mean, that movie surprisingly had a very low budget. Uh, Given that it's, like, really valuable IP that's, like, really timeless and everything. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they had super low budget, so they literally just, like, filmed a decaying pumpkin in reverse. Yeah. And I mean, I get that, but they could have sped it up more. They did. Well, what did you want to do? <laughs> they didn't like. They didn't like leave the pumpkin. No, I know, but I'm saying it took. Like it wasn't two like minutes. we didn't. You weren't sitting in the theater for a week. Yeah, it didn't happen in pumpkin. real time, Darren. I know, but it was like two minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they had to get all the. They had to get all the the titles in. I don't know, man. It wasn't for me. 
But then, like, the podcasters, they're, like, they play such a long role in the opening, and then they just get killed, like, right? And it's, like, is this literally the only way you could think to introduce us to Michael Myers as a character? Yeah, that's another that's another um, kind of weak point that I saw for for the movie is like they literally the podcasters in the beginning literally just played as a vehicle of of story. Yeah, and like of like setup basically. I'm glad they killed him though. If they would have kept him alive and tried to do an arc though, I yeah. could you imagine how bad it probably would have been? But. If they just cut some of that out, where it's like them just alone, if it, if they went like straight to the mental hospital, they didn't talk to him, then they went straight to Lori, and so we could like see what her house is like, and then they got, then Michael got free. Like, I don't know why we needed so much of the podcasters, of them dying. Yeah, no, like I the mean, build up before the dying. The dying was fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm glad because I was gonna say I think they needed to die. Just to set just to set up the fact that it's a slasher. Uh, well, that's all they really did, isn't it? Isn't all they no, did was just was, interview Lori? No, because there was like them in their hotel room, just like talking for a while, and being like, "Okay, well, how are we gonna do this?" Blah blah blah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably could have. They probably could have done without that. Actually, they could have chopped a scene or two. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with you there. And then, so. Laurie Strode spends her whole life worrying and planning for this moment, and then her house is so poorly equipped to be a horror movie house. <laughs> like, no, I I totally agree with you. When he crashes through the front door, when he crashes his hands through the glass in the front door, yeah. I was like, okay, so you got you got all this like protection, yet you still want the pretty like glass panels on your front door. They are not protected at all. And then she like. Goes upstairs, and first of all, I was just thinking about this, like, sitting in the theater. If you have stairs, don't have them split into two a hallway that goes in two directions, you know? Like, that's horror movie 101, because whichever <laughs> way you go, the bad guy's going to be the other way. Well, I'm sure, I, I, I don't know, I mean... She clearly had this house custom built. Well, she added things to the house, I think. Yeah, but start with a house, and then, like, she goes into rooms where the door is, like... You have to, like, swing all around. Have that door be in the corner so that when you go in, you can see everything. <laughs> like, they they spend so much time talking about how this is her life's obsession. And every waking moment she spent thinking about this. And then the house shows that that's just bullshit because she didn't think about it for a half a second when she made this house. <laughs> she didn't build that. How do you know she didn't house? build the house? Well, we don't. You don't know she. That's what I'm saying, though. Okay, you but she don't had so much custom work done. She could have like just taken out those other rooms. Yeah, she has this island that fucking moves and lets you down into the basement, but she doesn't have whatever. Like, well, yeah, there's so much work done. I mean, how long do you think it would have taken to just fucking? I don't know, do but it's every been 40 little years. thing that she wanted. <laughs> and then. I don't, I don't know. I think that I I I'm not on I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, on board with that as much as your other argument. But so you think that she found this house and was like, oh well, this is the only house I could possibly live in, 
And well, I'm gonna, dude, think about the location of it. It's in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to attach like all, off, these, it all these so huge lights. The all this. I'm going to have these doors that slam down. I'm going to install all, all this, like, uh, surveillance hardware. But I'm not going to modify the house at all. Oh, she modified the shit out of but that house. But not the actual, like, floor plan of the house. It doesn't make sense, Darren. Yeah, I I didn't have a problem with that. And then why did she have so many fucking mannequins in there? What the fuck was that about? So she can shoot the mannequins. Use them as target practice. Why would they be inside her house upstairs? So she can store them. Why would she store them inside use? if she's just going to shoot them? She probably has a fuck ton of mannequins. Darren, if it's your whole life you're planning on this night, you're not going to have fucking mannequins on fucking Halloween of all days. And she could have cleared them out in all that time when they're like, okay, when they're transferring them, and then she sees it crash and everything. And she's still going to have fucking closet doors that, like, open like that, you know? No. Fucking <laughs> bullshit. The mannequins, the, the, the mannequins I did kind of go, oh, that's just for horror. But it did make sense in my head that, like, yeah, she would store it. Like, she would store them and it, it probably inside. It's the middle of fucking nowhere. She couldn't have a shack. <laughs> and then we could have had... The granddaughter, she did have a shack for shooting. She had a shack. We could have had the granddaughter go into that shack where there's fucking mannequins everywhere and it's spooky as shit. Instead of just running blindly through the woods for all that time. <laughs> and then here's literally Lori's well, entire she, plan. She did go... Well, wait, wait. I do have a problem with that because when she, when she was running through the woods... She didn't know what she was running into, and then as soon as she got into the house, that, like, the 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 basement was where she was protected. She stayed in the basement and got protected in there. So, she, like, so she was protected. She did all she could. So? She was smart. So? She ran for so long. And how did Michael Myers yeah. get there before her when he doesn't move fast? Oh, that's that's just Halloween canon. You gotta be on board with that if you're gonna watch a Halloween. Hell, have you seen the first one? Lori is sprinting, and Michael Myers just like walks, just like casually strolls in the background. Yet he catches up to her in seconds. You gotta be okay with Michael Myers not sprinting if you're gonna watch Halloween movies. You it's gotta just, just be okay with it. They just showed so many scenes of her running through the woods. It was ridiculous. I don't have a problem. Not as with much as not as much as other horror movies. Yeah, where someone's actually being chased. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's more scenes of the woods in Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I mean, there's just like there's a lot of woods scenes in other movies. They only showed her running like a few times. I didn't know how I felt about uh, Michael dying and then coming back. That was strange because I thought the whole point of Michael Myers was that he's just a man. And like because I thought that was why in the first one when he gets demasked, it's just a man's face. And they're just like because the whole time you're like, oh, it's got to be like he's got to be like horribly disfigured but after killing his, his sister. Why would he be disfigured? 
Well, that's I at the time of that movie, I and that guy killing that many people, I'm sure that's what people were thinking. And that's why it, they took off the mask to just show like some dude cuz like Jason Voorhees is totally disfigured. Freddy Krueger is totally disfigured. Michael Myers is just a dude. So like, I don't know how I felt about him coming to life. Okay, but this is Laurie Strode's plan. Spend her whole life alienating herself from her daughter. Wait 40 years. She wanted, she didn't want to alienate herself. She did not want to. Her daughter alienated her. No, because she was not a good mother. She was, she. Yeah, that I know. I know. Lori didn't want to alienate herself from her daughter. Her daughter, her daughter alienated her because she thought she wasn't a good mother. She wasn't a good mother. That's fine. That's up to, that's up. I'm fine with that. No, but fucking listen to what I'm saying. I am. You're not. I'm just I'm just pointing out an uh, an inconsistency. Alienate in your her daughter. Argument. Spend forty years waiting for Michael Myers to get loose. Hope that her daughter comes back to her. Leave her daughter in the basement. Run through the house looking for Michael Myers to save her daughter. Hold on, Darren. I'm gonna fucking tell you this, and that's gonna blow your mind. You're gonna think it's a stupid movie. Leave daughter in basement. Have Michael Myers rip your island off the floor so that he can get to her. She didn't ask him to do that. Darren, stop fucking talking. <laughs> I'm just pointing I'm out I'm going to blow your mind in a second. Okay. Have your daughter pretend like she needs your help so that Michael Myers goes to kill her. Have her be lying and that she's actually fine and can shoot him. Have her shoot him... And then a confrontation where you guys, where the daughter gets out of the basement and he goes into the basement and then pull a lever that's only been revealed because he ripped that thing off of the floor. Pull that so he'll get stuck and then explode the entire house. That's her fucking plan? Yeah. Why? Because that's the only way to kill him. And also that lever, I just I'm just pointing out all these inconsistencies. That lever was exposed after he pulled it off because she would expect that's the only way he can get into the basement is if he pulled that fucking thing off and the lever was right there. Okay, but if she say that her daughter didn't come back to her, how would that have worked? How would she get him into the basement back? and then pull that lever and then leave him down there and then explode the house? Wait, if her if her daughter didn't come back? Yeah, if it was just Jamie Lee Curtis. Then she probably wouldn't explode the house. She'd probably get her daughter out. <laughs> no, if her daughter... She'd probably kill, go down there and kill Michael and How then get her daughter How would she kill Michael? Out. She'd probably shoot him in the face. She has so many guns down there. <laughs> but he's been shot before. Yeah, she'd probably shoot the... Sh- and he gets knocked out. That's like canon. He always gets knocked out anytime he gets shot, but then he just comes back. So while he's knocked out, you get your daughter out, and then you blow up the get house. Get her daughter out of where? The basement. Her daughter isn't in the basement, I'm saying. Her daughter is at her own house, and Jamie Lee Curtis is at her house, and then Michael Myers comes. Her plan just doesn't make any fucking sense then. What could she possibly do? Wait, are you saying so if, if her daughter's not at her house at all, what is what is Jamie Lee Curtis going to do? Yeah. Kill, shoot Michael and kill him. That's why she went up with a gun in the first place and shoot Michael and kill him in the head because Michael's never really shot in the head. He's he's died before. He's been decapitated. So she would kill him then 
and then he would die. Or if she, if he somehow got into that basement with, with uh, Lori, she would get out probably by shooting him again and then blow up the house. But then why, why would blowing up the house kill him? Why would she think that? Cause it's a fucking house blowing up and you're inside it, Jake. He got Why shot like six times. That? He got huh? shot six times in the chest. In the first one, which is canon to this movie. So you're saying that becoming ash, become like changing matter and becoming literal ash is not as bad as getting shot in the chest six times. I'm saying why would it matter? Why would Dude. he even become ash? Because he's in a burning house. He would burn down. Why would physics matter if he can be shot in the chest six times and be fine? Why are you you taking him and putting him into our real world? Think about zombies, Jake. Uh, If you assume Michael Myers is a zombie. He's not a zombie. He's never died. Well, he's died several times and come back. Not in this canon. He's died like three times. Okay, well, okay, if he's not died in this canon. Yeah, he did. He literally died and then come back and then came back. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. They, he got hit by a car and then they checked his pulse and they were like, oh, he's dead. At the end of the first one? This one. This one. that we The, the, the new one that came out. He no, got hit by a car. No, but that guy was lying. That guy was pretending he was dead because he wanted my, to study Michael Myers. And so he killed the guy who was, hit him with the car, remember? I mean, he could have. He could have been lying. He could have. He not was hundred percent lying. Why would we have okay, any reason but if to believe he's, him? Okay, but if he's a man, okay. So if you're gonna throw out all the canon from all the other movies, except the first one, except for the first one, exactly. Getting shot six times in the chest is nothing compared to literally cr- turning into ash, being cremated. But why would you even think that that would work? Because your physical matter, you're not a body anymore. You're not a body. You're little specks of a body. But how are you you going to cremate something that doesn't take damage? Because it's it's, it's not about taking damage. It's about changing the physical form of something. (laughs) But, okay, so he just doesn't, that just doesn't happen. They can just say that. If he doesn't, if he doesn't feel pain... That would be even even more likely for him to turn into. into but for okay, him to be so cremated. you're talking about physics, but physically, if you get shot six times in the chest, you're going to bleed out and be dead, and your heart will stop, and your brain will die, and you will die. Yeah, but you at least have your limbs still. That's what I'm saying. You have a physical body still, like. But if the you're physics don't come evil, into it. Yeah, I know. Well, okay, okay, that's that's not what I'm saying. That's, I'm not going into physics at all. Well, I, yes, I mean, you I guess are. Hundred percent. That's the whole basis of your argument. No, if you get shot, you still have limbs. You can still like you if like if if there's no life in you before, and you're just like a zombie. That's why I'm that's why I'm bringing up the zombie explanation. There's no life in you, and you're a zombie. You get shot in the chest six times. It's not going to matter if you bleed out. You still are a zombie. You have muscles. You can rip people apart and eat them. If you're a zombie and someone burns you, you get cremated. You're a pile of ash. You're not going to move around as a pile of ash and start killing people. Okay, but you're, you're saying that zombie logic applies, but human logic doesn't. 
So that doesn't make any sense. You can't draw Why the line. Why am I saying human logic doesn't? You can't draw the line at saying zombie is this is zombie logic, so he can be shot and it's fine. And then say that that's where the line is because we don't know that. Well, obviously he was fine after he got shot. So <laughs> he's still fine in the movie. So, uh, yeah. I so mean, why are you assuming that logic. burning him would make him would kill him? Be, it's the, the change of physical matter, Jake. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But why would his matter have to change? Is what I'm and trying to say. Even if it's not, and even you keep if talking it's not, about zombies and you're not answering my question. Huh? Why would his physical matter have to change? Yes. I'm answering it. I'm saying that it would have to change because he can't move around as a pile of ash. He doesn't have to turn to ash. <laughs> There's nothing in the movies that says he has to do that, is what I'm saying. There's nothing in the movies that says he has to not. But why is that her whole plan? Why would she think that that would kill him? I mean... She escaped the house. She escaped a burning house, and he presumably doesn't know where she is. Darren. Even if he didn't die and made it out, somehow, somehow, if he didn't die and make it out, which he probably did, to be honest, because they set up a second one, uh, she still escaped that house, and she still made it out alive with her daughter and her granddaughter. They still made it out. They still escaped Michael Myers. If you saw someone get shot six times in the chest right in front of you and they didn't die, would your plan be to try to kill them or to trap them in a place forever? And burn it? Or, or... I would trap them in a place forever. Or trap them in a place and then explode the only thing that's holding them in. (laughs) Okay, Jake... He was think about this. If she didn't burn that house, he probably still would have made it out. Okay, he would have found a way to to make it out. There's a better chance he's not going to make it out if she blows the house up. Think about what the movie would be if she just trapped him in that place and then left without doing any big explosion of the house. I'm saying the whole plan is still happening. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I think you just don't like the Halloween movies then. That's not true. I because do how like would them. you stop? How would you stop Michael Myers then? You don't you stop g- him. So she just dies. So everybody just dies at the end. So Michael just wins. But he was stopped at the beginning of the movies, and he's like, and she's like, I want him to be freed. And guess what, Darren? They're gonna make another one, don't you think? They they most definitely are. I think they already agreed. So then I'm right one. and you're wrong. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She, I'm saying he got out. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm, I'm saying arguing. it's a dumb fucking plan. <laughs> For she someone who spent four okay, years of their life, and that's then the presumably, best thing they come up with. Then presumably, she doesn't. She didn't wait. She was freaking out when he left. Okay, but presumably. Uh, she had the best idea of how to stop, how to potentially stop him. And then it didn't, it didn't work. I mean, if the second one comes out, it didn't work. So what other movie did you see? God damn it. I still have more to say about Halloween. 
<laughs> I do not see. I still don't. See, I don't. I don't understand your logic. Still, I don't understand your argument. How would she get him into that basement and be fine? You saw. Like, you saw. If she, because it happened, her whole plan was for her daughter to come back, who she hadn't like interacted with in years. She probably was, like I said before, like I said before, like three times, she was probably planning on just shooting him. And then maybe, and then, you know, with the canon of him getting shot and then getting knocked out for a while. But how many dozens of times have we seen someone alone in a house with a gun with Michael Myers and it doesn't go well for the person with the gun? Yeah, but they haven't prepared for 40 years. She got caught by Michael. She she fought Michael, but she fought him off because she trained herself. Because she's the main character. She trained herself for 40 years how to how to fight Michael. I thought that some of the dialogue was dumb. Like when that kid was talking about how he just wants to dance. Yeah, I thought that was dumb too. Like I sometimes agreed. it took like a really weird comedy turn that didn't fit the mood of it. I thought that fits. I think I think com- I think weird comedy like that totally fits in in slashers. I think that's like the best place to put it because slasher movies have always had comedy in them. Not the first Halloween. Slashers are almost satirical. Yeah, they did. The first Halloween had the slutty friend who was always making jokes about Lori. Yeah, she's like a main character who is characterized like that. She's not just some random kid who's about to see his dad die, being like, "I just love to dance." It's totally different. <laughs> I didn't wait, I didn't even laugh at the dance at the dance line to be honest. And then the fucking um, stupid ass boyfriend in the movie? That shit was dumb. <laughs> he was literally only there to throw her food her phone in that custard. That's a hundred percent of his character's purpose in the movie. It, yeah, I mean, it, it gave it, it sort of gave the granddaughter a bit of an arc. Just that's what I mean by like not all the central characters hadn't had arc. most or no. Yeah, but most of the central characters had arcs. Lori, it was really just Lori and her daughter had an arc and her granddaughter sort of had an her arc. Her granddaughter the, wasn't really the, the granddaughter's the killer now. That's what they were hinting at. Why? The way that she was holding the knife, it's just like the end of the fourth one. Because that's what they were saying the whole time. They're like, Lori is just as broken as Michael Myers is. And then the granddaughter is the one who stabs him, which also saves the day. Which, how would she count on that, first of all? But then the way that she's holding the knife, it's totally like she's the bad guy now. Jake, I think you're not on board with a lot of slasher movies. I think you're not on board with the Halloween movies because this is exactly what happened in the fourth one or the fifth one. (laughs) But the fifth one sucks. The fifth one is fucking terrible. I'm not paying attention to those movies. Okay, but this is what happens. It's an homage to that. Yeah, they they can pay fan service. They they, They have the right to do that. But then you but you're just dismissing it. Yeah, I, like I said, Jake, the movie's not perfect. You can have fan service moments. I don't think they're trying to say that the granddaughter is the killer, though, is, or is going to be the killer. That's what they were saying, bro. 
I don't think they were. Sh- I don't. I don't think so. Let's just wait till the second mean, one. That would mean. <laughs> that would mean that Lori would have to become the killer eventually. No, it wouldn't. All right. Because she's already broken in her own way from what happened. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, but. I don't think they're trying to hint that the granddaughter is the killer. I think that was a fan service moment. And I think you're looking too deeply into that moment. You think that... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot that people don't put any thought into the last shot of a movie. (laughs) I don't think that they're going to make the granddaughter the killer. I think it's just... I think that's just maybe an homage to that shot, but I don't think that they're saying... The granddaughter is going to be the new killer. I don't think that's what they're saying. We'll see. I highly doubt it. We'll see, Darren. Well, seems like you fucking hated the new Halloween movie. No, I liked it. And I liked it quite a bit. Oh, you liked it. Okay. (laughs) You talked about the good stuff. Uh, It seems like you hated it. I was just here to antagonize you, Darren. Don't you know our show? Yeah, that is our show. God. It's really brewing up. I have a lot of anger towards you that I just want to brew up and and get out eventually. God, how long have we been fucking recording this? A while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, Jake, it's it's time to wrap it up. Um, Honestly, I'm really, really angry with you, and uh, I just... (laughs) Sometimes I just want to just just come to your house and just just slide just slice you right up, you know. <laughs> Darren, you're such a goofball. But what would you give that uh, movie out of ten? I'd probably give the new Halloween a seven and a half out of ten. I'd give 75%. it seventy-five percent, like a six and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, Jake? That score just really makes me mad. Sometimes I just want to just slice you right up and just. Just, just kill you. Uh, that's, you know? Darren, that's kind of weird stuff you're saying. Yeah, oh boy, Jake. Oh, you better watch out. Um, well, I'm just already kind case. of on edge because of those, those mental patients. So I am, yeah. I, am, I have been watching out. Yeah, yeah, you better watch, you better, uh, just, oh, what, what, what's behind you, Jake? What's that behind you? Uh, let me just do a slow pan around behind me. <laughs> There's my bed. There's my laptop. There's my dresser. Um, I'm going to switch over to the other side so I can stay on Okay, my, yeah, yeah, do the other side. Uh, I'm just going to keep going for my dresser, and then I'm going to continue to look around. Uh, I see my dresser, and then my futon, and then... Darren! Ah! What are you doing? Yeah. I'm in here. <laughs> You're gonna die. Alright. Well, now that Jake's bleeding out, uh, do you have any final thoughts, Jake, while you're bleeding out? Uh, why didn't you burn me? Because that's the only way to kill things. <laughs> well, you're not Michael Myers, you fucking douche. Uh, do you have any final thoughts, Darren? Well, you're not gurgling blood anymore. Oh, shit. The doctors have come back. 
Hey, uh, hey, oh my god, the two mental pa- the one- one of the mental patients just killed the other mental patient. Oh, we gotta take him back. Oh, it's a twist ending. Oh my god. Uh, this just in, uh, it, it appears that the two, uh, coast- the bi-coastal mental patients have just been, uh, spoken for. Uh, one of them just killed the other one. Uh, the other one's gonna get, uh, a lot of prison time. Okay. Alright, anyway, uh, that's real- real spooky, real spooky story. Uh... So anyway, hang on, guys. Hang on, doctors. We got a we got a podcast to finish. Um, uh, uh, I I've, uh, I was Jake Smith in my lifetime. I, I, I was I I've been I still am Darren Hone. I'm gonna live a couple more years in prison uh, before I eventually die from inmate stabbings. Uh, thanks for listening to our uh, Halloween spooktacular. We had a lot of fun arguing about Halloween. It got really, really heated, and now Jake's dead, so um, just remember, Dr. Strange knew. Let's, let's hang on. Jake's still got some breath left in him. We're going to do this at the same time. Ready, Jake? Well, One, I don't, I don't two. say this. It's, doc, it's David Lynch who comes out and says it, so. Okay, well, D- David Lynch, uh, come out here uh, and, and say this. Uh, uh, I'm dead now. I'm going to be dead after I finish this sentence, so he's just going to take my microphone and say it. All right, all right. David Lynch, just take the microphone. David Lynch, hello. Hello, Fedora boy. Say, say the thing you say. God damn it. I hate you. I'm going to kill this guy, too. Get off me. Get off me. Doctors, take him away. No! No! And remember, no! Doctor Strange, no! Definitely our spookiest one yet.